witchcraft was the way to gain power and gain control. And if I didn't like something in witchcraft, it was, you can change it by practicing witchcraft. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hey, this is Evangelist Anlay. Welcome to The Real Life Radio Show. Today, we're going to be talking with a woman named Jenny Weaver, who was a witch and later became a Christian. Now, I'm not talking about some witch flying around on a broom like some Disney movie. What I mean is, she was following the religion of Wiccan, and she practiced witchcraft. Wicca, if you don't know what it is, it's a Western religion that started in the 1950s, and that mainly involves nature worship and practicing witchcraft. Jenny, I am so glad to have you on our show. Thank you so much for having me. So Jenny, before becoming a witch, I understand that when you were younger, you came from a Christian family, but you lived in a very dysfunctional home. How did that affect you in becoming a witch? Well, in my home, we went to church. So I remember growing up in the church, going a lot. But then when we would go home, I remember a lot of name calling and abuse and hitting and just there wasn't that love that I saw just a few hours before in that church world. And so to me, I kind of just wanted to be as far away from that as I possibly could. I didn't want anything to do with the church, nothing to do with God. And I remember going to school and I was bullied at school. I started to get vitiligo, which if people don't know what vitiligo is, it's where your body removes your skin color and you spot like forms. I'm mixed. So I have dark skin, so I started to get white spots all over. Now, as an adult, it may be fine because you're like, hey, that's just who you are. But kids are not going to be that kind and nice to you. So I remember being bullied severely and then just feeling like I didn't belong. I wasn't accepted. I was weird. I was ugly. And then I would go home. And then what happened at home was pretty much what happened at school. I was bullied. I was hit. I was beat on. You know? So that was my life. And because of that, I started to get depressed. And I just, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to be here anymore. Hmm. Oh, that is awful. So growing up in that, with all that pressure, I know that dysfunctional families can really harm someone's spirit and even their emotions so bad that it can lead to other things. It sounds like that's what happened to you. Is that right? Yeah, I remember coming home from school, having a terrible day at school, having a terrible argument with my mother. My parents were fighting, and I think at this time they were split up. My dad just would take off leave or get arrested, and we wouldn't see him. And I remember coming home and going to my room, and this is just going to sound strange, but it was like this overwhelming feeling, just like, it'd be better off if you just go away almost like my own voice inside me telling me, just kill yourself, just basically kill yourself. And so I remember getting out a razor and just cutting my wrist. And to me at that time, it felt like it was a relief of stress and pain. And somehow it was relieving that pain to cut. 
although it wasn't, but at that time I could say that I remember going, okay, I feel a little better. So I did it almost every day and to the point where my arms were completely shredded. Hmm. Did you try to hide what you were doing to yourself? Yes. Yes, I did. And I would thought somebody would have caught on because I live in Florida and we know it's very hot. And so for someone to wear long sleeves and hoodies all year long, even in the summer months, you know, I thought it would be a dead giveaway. And I remember one time a pastor came over to the house and he was visiting our family and he kind of pulled me aside and he pulled my hoodie sleeve up. And that's when he saw the cuttings and he was already probably picking up, Hey, something's wrong. Something's going on with this girl. She's sad. She's really withdrawn. Oh gosh. How old were you when all this was happening? So this started when I was about 13 and went all the way up until probably around 21, 22. So I dealt with this for several years. The thoughts and feelings were just like, I didn't fit in. Like I need to just go away. I would hear these thoughts, these voices. I would say, it would be better off if you would just go away. You're causing the issues. If you weren't here, then this issue may not have happened. If you weren't here, maybe your parents wouldn't be fighting. If you weren't here, there wouldn't be another plate that they would have to provide for at the table because we were very poor. And so all of these thoughts, like I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worth anything. Hmm. As you were hanging on a thread of committing suicide and dealing with all the emotional turmoil inside, you later got introduced to a different outlet to this inner pain. Is that right? Yes. I started hanging out with some girls in high school and they invited me for a sleepover and they were like, we're going to watch this movie. And the movie was The Craft. It was a very popular movie when I was in school. And the movie basically is about four witches, teenage witches in high school that were bullied and were made fun of. And all of a sudden they tapped into this power. You know, they started doing spells and all of this stuff. And so when I'm watching that, even though I was brought up in a Christian home, I'm not seeing that as, hey, you know, you don't do that. I'm seeing that as, hey, this is a way that you can gain some control in your life when your life is completely out of control. Wow. So just from a movie, some would say such an innocent movie, but actually became the gateway for you to get into witchcraft? Yeah. So I began to study it out. And basically, it's a religion of Wiccan. And so I would go to different shops, new age shops and things like that and look at the books and, you know, buy different items where I could take them home and do spells. And basically, I was all in. I renounced the Christian world and I was doing spells and all of this stuff and just believing in things that I was not raised to believe in. And in my mind, it helped me. It was the way to gain power and gain control. And if I didn't like something in witchcraft, it was, you can change it by practicing witchcraft. Hmm. What was it about witchcraft that made you feel like you could gain power and control? Well, we would practice together and sometimes I would do spells to bind someone to me. So let's say I like somebody and they didn't like me. So what I would do is basically do this spell where I would continuously just say their name over and over and, you know, do some other things. And I was basically in that world, taking that person against their will and attaching them to myself. Mm, But did you see it work? I did at the time. Yes. Jenny, let's stop there. I want to hear more about how your life was as a Wiccan, how that changed and how God changed your life. I want to have you on our next show. 
and I cannot wait to hear more. Jenny, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Wow. Let's hash out what we just heard right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. We are back, and I really want to delve deeper between you and me. This is something that I think can speak to all of our hearts and our souls. I mean, dysfunction, it exists everywhere. And I think people joke around about it. They say, oh, yeah, you know, I grew up from a dysfunctional family. Ha, ha, ha. It's not a big deal. You know, everyone kind of came from some type of dysfunction. And in society today, it's kind of treated like a norm. But you're hearing in Jenny Weaver's story about how dysfunction leads to so many problems and could be the source of some of the problems that you're dealing with today. I mean, think about it. Jenny Weaver, her parents are yelling, screaming. There's so much yelling and, you know, just emotional and verbal violence in the home where as a kid, she's like, I don't know what else to do. And suddenly she's presented with this idea like, you know, here's the way out, just end your life. And she has these thoughts. And maybe you can relate with that. Maybe the thought wars in your life are for something that happened to you when you were younger, some type of dysfunction, something that wasn't supposed to happen or be in your life that wasn't healthy, and now there's this acting out. And you saw how Jenny Weaver, the way she acted out was like, if I'm not going to have power over my emotions in my life, I'm going to find a way to get that. And she thought she had that through witchcraft. She thought, I can create my world. I can create my environment. You know, personally, I can relate to that. When I was younger and I went through some trauma, my response was like, you know what? There's no God. Forget it. I don't need to rely on God. And I have the best plan for my life. I'm going to take control of my life and I'm going to make sure that bad thing never happens again. And we can do that. And then we compromise. We end up doing things that we never thought we would do in order to protect ourselves to keep that trauma from happening. Could that be you? Now, does that really help? We become controlling, we become finding ways to gain more power and control in our lives. And then we become so worried and stressed out about it because we just can't do it. Have you found that out yet? That's what I found out. And in the Bible, it says something that's very counterintuitive, something so different than how we think in our minds. We would think that if we gain more power, more control, it'll be better because we have a good plan for our lives. But the Bible says something amazing. It says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. And this is God talking to you. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. God has a good plan for you. And 
our job is just to let go. When we let go and say, God, you have a good plan. I believe you have a good plan that you'll protect me and that you'll keep that trauma from happening. Or you actually will heal me from that trauma. God, I trust in you. Lord God, right now I'm praying for that person and I'm praying for you, my friend. I'm praying for their hearts to be healed from the trauma in the past. That Lord God, you would reach out and heal them, Lord, from the inside out. That you begin to reveal to my friend right now, reveal to them, Lord, what it is that is really bothering them. What is it that's causing this warfare in their mind? And Lord Jesus, I just pray you touch them right now and begin to bring healing through your holy scriptures and through your presence, your relationship with them, Lord. And for the one who said, I don't want to trust, I've never wanted to trust in God. Lord Jesus, we take a moment and maybe you're saying now, I do want to trust in God. So Jesus, we trust in you and we believe in you and we give you our lives. We ask for this in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I know for some of you, this is not just the answer, just that prayer, but This is the beginning of a journey to find out what it is that's causing this internal turmoil within you. It's going to be good, and God has a plan for you. I hope you were blessed by this testimony, and I know that you are touched. In Jesus' name. If you have a testimony to share or know someone who does and would like to share it on our show, go to AwakeningTheNations.com and click Guest Audition on the top menu. See you next time.